0: Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N 29.com.
1: Welcome back in to the Arrowhead Pride Chiefs Training Camp Report on Monday, August 1st. Day five of Chiefs training camp has wrapped. The pads were on up in St. Joe. Need to welcome in the guy, Pete Sweeney, uh, ski ball champion of Sundays at Updown. <laughs> Pete, um, so it, it seems like there was a little scare today up in St. Joseph, Missouri with quarterback Patrick Mahomes. Can you tell us what we need to know there, Pete?
0: Yeah, well, we're, we're into the part of training camp where they do 11 on 11s and pads and there is a little bit of contact that's involved there and not so much with the quarterbacks right because they have the yellow jerseys on but the quarterbacks can still be in the way as offensive linemen are, are batting battling defensive personnel and it appeared to me like Justin Reed came down on on almost what was a blitz on the left side and offensive linemen were backed up into Mahomes and stepped on on his appeared to be his left ankle Mahomes quickly jogged off the field and and really had a limp about him went into the trainer's tent and then came out with tape on his left ankle. This was toward the end of practice. So we didn't see him get back in with scrimmages, but he was gingerly moving and, and doing individual drills after practice. Head coach Andy Reed said that he was stepped on. He's okay. So what we anticipate is him to be back on the field tomorrow. I would imagine he'll have some type of wrap supporting what would be a tweaked ankle, but I, I don't anticipate him missing any practice time.
1: Yeah, first day of pads in training camp. The last thing you want to see come across the Twitter timeline is Patrick Mahomes limped off the field and went to the injury tent. But it sounds like they're not too concerned about it. So don't think Chiefs fans need to right now.
0: No, I, I again, I, I think it, it is, uh, you know, some of the bumps and bruises that, bruises that come with camp. Uh, Would I be stunned to see him maybe get a day off? No, but I I don't anticipate that. I bet you he's back on the field, and and he's a gamer, too. He's going to want to be practicing and getting ready for the regular season, but I I do think he'll have a a taped-up left ankle when he takes the field tomorrow.
1: Good to hear there. Some other good news, as left tackle Orlando Brown did report to training camp on Monday. He was not on the practice field, but I would have to expect that we're going to see him here in the near future take the field with the Chiefs, correct?
0: Yeah, Andy Reid said he hadn't seen him yet, so potentially reporting this afternoon, but seems to be the case that you know, he's going to play in the franchise tag and, and kind of what we all assumed, and probably a little bit sooner reporting uh, than we thought than later. Uh, good to hear that Orlando Brown is, is now going to be in the mix and wasn't out there today, so Roderick Johnson got another day, I believe it's his fourth day at left tackle. Uh, and so uh, until he takes the field, it'll be Roderick Johnson. We, we think Brown will be out there tomorrow, I had asked Andy Reid, okay, will he need some type of ramp-up period? And it sounds like the head coach wants to get him right in the mix. <laughs> so we could we could see Orlando Brown after not practicing with the team all offseason. Remember, this holdout, or quote-unquote holdout, uh, extended to the entire offseason, voluntary workouts, mandatory minicamp, uh, and the beginning of training camp. So first day of work, really, since the AFC title game for Orlando Brown will happen. It sounds like tomorrow, but that remains to be seen. We'll have updates at ourheadpride.com.
1: It is strange that Orlando decided to report to camp the first day of pads. Like, it feels like if you're going to report to camp, it feels like the first padded practices are the ones that, like, those are the roughest practices, right? Like, it's strange that that's when he chose to show up.
0: And if Andy Reid throws him presumably right in the mix, that means he'll be doing OL versus DL that we saw for the first time today uh, as soon as tomorrow, maybe the next day. I I don't know how he's going to fare uh, and so I I kind of feel like we're going to have to wait till next week until Brown is back in the mix and comfortable to really be judging where he's at physically and, and as a member of this team but the good news here is that he's going to be present which is, has not been the case.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's going to be huge for that offensive line uh knowing that they don't have to go into week 1 with Roderick Johnson as the uh, starting left tackle. <laughs> no. No disrespect to Roderick, but uh I also want to ask you about Juju Smith-Schuster, who has really been a a big camp standout so far, just showing really good chemistry of Patrick Mahomes, making plays downfield, and it seemed like that continued on Monday.
0: Yeah, Juju and and Mahomes really seem to have this rapport going, and it's been good to see that you take guys from free agency and Juju and Marquez, and for them to look as good as they have and for the rapport and chemistry to be there with Mahomes, I, I think it goes back to, all those practices that these guys were able to have in Texas even before they started voluntary work. And they took it upon themselves to make sure that they got down to where Mahomes was in, in Texas. And the work has shown. I thought Noah Gray also had a nice practice. Jody Fortson, we just mentioned, not in the mix. So Noah Gray got a lot more work with the first team. And I thought he really took advantage of those reps in what is a really important year for him.
1: I, I think that's interesting. We got a, a little bit of a tight end camp battle going on right now. And Jody Fortson has been that standout guy. And you mentioned he did not practice on Monday, uh, dealing with the quad injury, but hopefully we get Jody back here in the near future. Uh, I know BK put an article up at arrowheadpride.com about his effect in the red zone. And we talked about it a little bit last week. I think if Jody Fortson is healthy, I think he could be a serious, Sleeper weapon for this Kansas City Chiefs offense so they got to get Him back on the field
0: yeah I, I think this is a Tight end room where they're going to keep three or four And to me the fourth is Blake Bell if they end up keeping three That means Blake Bell is no longer be, going to Be with the team so that's how that Battle is going to shake out I don't think there's a scenario Where Noah Gray isn't on the team and they keep Three tight ends it's a three or four And it's just a matter of Is Bell providing enough value To, to still keep him here and We'll see how that ends up shaking out we'll Well, we got to pick a date here. I got to figure it out, but I'm going to be putting out my 2.0 53-man roster projection probably after a few padded practices here and and we get some more clarity on what this team looks like.
1: He's Pete Sweeney. You can follow him on Twitter at PG Sweeney. Make sure you keep an eye out for his uh, next uh, official projection of the Chiefs 53-man roster. If you want to listen to the Chiefs press conferences in their entirety, You can do so on From the Podium at the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network on Apple or Spotify. That is available for you now. Please make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review everything that we are doing. And we will talk to you guys tomorrow for day six of Chiefs Training Camp.